Hey everyone, I'm Brendan Hill, and this is Forward Thinking, a podcast by Metagy. Each week, I talk to inspirational business owners, brands, and marketing experts to learn from their experiences on the front line and uncover what it takes to build a world-class business. And this week, my very special guests are Sebastian and Kira from Birdie, a platform that enables businesses to integrate drones smoothly into their operations. These guys have built an amazing drone platform and community and we touch on a wide range of topics, including the best ways for your business to get started in leveraging drones for your marketing, how to create successful events for your business. So Seb and Kira actually started an event series called Drone Breakfast. So we touch on that and how they use this to engage current and potential customers and how to run a successful marketing competition. Seb and Kira created an amazing activation campaign leveraging user-generated content from their community. And they got some amazing results that we discuss in today's episode. The competition was actually so successful that Canva have actually sponsored their next competition that focuses on videos from the Birdie community from around the world. So please enjoy this special aerial episode with Seb and Kira from Birdie. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having us. Great to be here. So tell me more about Birdie. So Birdie's a drone management platform. And what we do is we help businesses to integrate drone technology. So we have one of the largest databases of pilots across Australia. We help them find work across the different portfolios of area that they're working in. And we also help businesses that are looking to integrate drones internally. So if they're looking to train up their staff, we help them around compliance management. So Simple terms, four simple steps. We look at compliance, how you capture, how you store that data, and then how you analyze that data to make better business decisions, or from aerial data captured via drones. So, And if you're thinking that's complicated, that's why Betty exists, because yeah. we help businesses to integrate drones smoothly into their operations. So obviously a very exciting area, drones. Tell me about the time, the moment where you realized that you could work with such an exciting technology and turn it into a successful business. Yeah, I think this is one of the benefits of being in an emerging space is that there is a lot of discussions and topics that you're at the forefront of and we get to support businesses in that integration of new technology. And that's something that really excites us and the team to help businesses do that successfully. It came about from a more of a, a personal journey using drones for sport right? and looking how the aerial capture could make you look at performance improvements from an aerial perspective. And that came down to spatial awareness. Where was my competition running? What line was I running in an aerial view? They use it a lot in professional sports. We were amateurs and we said at the time, this was many years ago, yeah. and we said if this commercially starts to take off and it becomes more accessible financially for businesses, mm. that there was really going to be an opportunity here for all businesses to integrate drone technology. Wow. And what are some examples of the ways that small and medium businesses can use the Yeah, drone? so the main examples, a lot around marketing, so in photography, video capturing, anything that can help promote a business from a marketing perspective. So a good examples in real estate, we do a lot in real estate photography. Right. And then you can kind of go more into the more technical aspects. So 2D modeling, 3D modeling, point clouds for surveying aspect to LIDAR being attached to a drone. 
So a lot of the interest for us is that big amounts of data that comes through and then how businesses use that data moving forward. So we're really interested in helping people get to the skies and take yeah. off and then helping them make better decisions at the back end of it. And on the smaller level, we all know that drone images are just amazing. You can mm. see parts of the world that you wouldn't be able to see on yeah. the ground. And so those images make social media posts and blog posts mm. just that next level yeah. great and click worthy. I mean, speaking of next level great, I'm always a big fan of your social posts. I mean, the amazing images that you get from your clients. Can you tell me about the activation campaign that you ran? You ran a photo competition with some of your customers? Yeah, that's right. So we ran a photo competition and the reason why it kind of came about in the first place was that what we realized was that we had a lot of small business operators that were either drone operators looking to promote themselves and the work that they'd already captured, or we had new operators that were buying drones because it's still kind of coming into the space, buying drones, getting amazing footage and not knowing what to do with it. Mm. So we decided, well, we've got a good audience. Why don't we facilitate this through a drone competition? And and we had these incredible imagery come through from yeah. the network and just being able to, I guess the imagery was amazing, but the stories behind the imageries were phenomenal as well. So mm. I don't know if you, do you want to touch on the two. Yeah, we had six winners and then an overall winner, but each week the stories were amazing. And so two examples that I'll give. The week two winners, it was this amazing imagery of decommissioned mining trucks in WA. Yeah. And it was taken by this geologist. He, wow. This was just his side job. He brought it with him and he threw the drone up and took this amazing imagery. Now you can see all the drone photos on our website, but it just shows that in his spare time, that's what he did. And he was able to articulate in a visual way the different sites that he was on. The week six winner was a great story. Now they're a family of six and they're travelling around Australia in a camper van oh, awesome. and taking drone imagery to provide a visual story of their journey with their family and friends on a blog and across social media. And so it was taken of the Great Australian Bite in South Australia and it's this drone shot where it's out, it was 100 metres off the Great Australian Bite and you can just see their camper van. Small wow. in the distance. Perched on top of the cliff. Yeah. It's amazing. It's yeah. incredible. Well, we'll include all these photos, guys, as well in the <laughs> show notes so you can check them out. Definitely worth checking out. So, I mean, you've done a great job building your community and engaging all your different customers as well. Another interesting event that I've been invited to is a drone breakfast. Can you tell us more? <laughs> so the drone, we, we host these drone breakfast series and, and we go across capital cities and we encourage, we invite those engaged in, I guess, looking at drone technology or already using drone technology. And it's been an amazing engagement piece for our potential customers and also for our current customers. And the reason why it's been brilliant is to get them in the same room and to share their insights about a new technology, about what the challenges were, what the barriers were for implementation. And what we were able to do is kind of facilitate what the potential solution is and how they can learn from each other. So you're not necessarily starting from scratch. There's a lot of incredible knowledge already out there. And we see our role or one of our roles is to help facilitate that knowledge and experience being shared again within businesses that are looking to use drone technology. And that's what the Breakfast Series really has done. It's been amazing. We've only just started rolling out. It would have been about six weeks ago. We've run five already. We've probably oh, wow. got another five locked in. And, and that's people are coming from drone pilots to government bodies to small, um, businesses. small businesses, large enterprises. It's really been an amazing, amazing experience. 
Right. Can you talk us through, I guess, the process of putting on an event? I mean, a lot of yeah. businesses want to do events. They struggle with it. What, yeah. what are some of the takeaways that you guys Yeah, I'll say I'll run you through a bit of the journey because it's mm. been quite interesting. So we started off and, and all these, it's education. And unfortunately, as a, as a small business or as a startup, education isn't necessarily where you want to be spending your time and efforts and resources. And so we made a conscious effort to do it because we had great engagement with our current customers and we knew there was a pipeline of people wanting to learn more about it. And so we decided this would be a great facilitation role for the business as well. So we hired a venue, location's really important. So in Melbourne, we do it at the Arts Centre, right near the Sydney Centre. Um, in Sydney, we did it at Ridges Hotel in the CBD as well. In Brisbane, we did it right near the centre of town as, as well. Proximity is really important for mm. those. So it's like we do it as a breakfast because you get great attendance. Yep. We start at 7.30, presentation starts at 8. It's a hard finish at 9 so people can go straight to work. Right. We host it on Friday, which we seem, seem to have great engagement mm. off the back of it. I don't know if this is too much detail, but this <laughs> no, is like, great. and that makes it easier for someone to say yes to come to. Yeah. Off the back of that success of those early breakfasts, we now start to co-host them. So off the right. back of it, enterprises and businesses that have come to the breakfast mm-hmm. have now asked to co-host breakfast with them. So we did one just on last Friday with Mills Oakley, a law firm, and they hosted and they brought in their customers and clients mm-hmm. and we brought in people as well. And so was, we'll be able to do it together. We still provided the content, we still facilitated it, but they put it on, which meant from a cost perspective, yeah. um, it basically becomes free for us to do it. And we're bringing the knowledge and the expertise into the discussion. And then from a marketing perspective, mm-hmm. once you do one, you you post about it, you then get a whole lot of content that you can turn into blogs, you can put it on your newsletter, you can throw it across your channels. And that just gains momentum because then people see you talking about it, they ask about it, they then want to attend. And then we've now got a long wait list for each city. So we've got events until the end of the year almost. (laughs) Amazing. So, I mean, speaking of marketing, I mean, obviously you've done a great job so far. What's in your current marketing black box? I mean, what are you trying to solve at the moment? Yeah, I'd say there's two. In all this space, there's always about growing the business from a sales perspective. Mm. So there's a journey of educating customers and clients about the opportunity of working with Birdie and what that looks like. Mm. But there's also an element of because we're a new company and not many people know about us, there's also focus for us in the next 12 months that we'll look about how we get our Birdie story out there, how Mm. we start to tell our journey as a company and what that is evolving to and what's our vision for where we see us going as well. And I think that's really important that we allocate time and effort to telling that story and that vision because that's what people like to be a part of. And and for us, it's always been from the start was that we would be a platform to the skies that would help mm. businesses look at aerial data, drone data as a new way to gain insights to their business. And that hasn't changed since we started. But what we really need to focus on is what's coming up with it. And so when we do these activations like the photo competition or the, the drone breakfast is that it also is matched up with the appropriate distribution story at the same time. So exactly why one of the major benefits of having Kira and the team is looking at, okay, you do it there, but how do you tell other people that weren't there about the story that you're creating? Yeah. And obviously you're in an exciting space. I mean, what has you most excited about the next 12 months? (laughs) One thing. Uh, I mean, just uh, the pace that this space evolves. Mm. So exciting, especially in the last six months. Businesses have really jumped on taking advantage of drone 
data as well as drone imagery. And yeah. so it's just exciting to see where Birdie will be in the next six months and what businesses will be able to do and take advantage of mm. with drone data. And I think one of the big things for me is there are a lot of complexities in really seeing the benefits of drone coming to life. Mm. There are regulatory issues around aviation, around not meant to fly beyond visual line of sight. There's certain restrictions on what licensing you need. My kind of what excites me is that as we progress with the platform, we'll start to automate a lot of those processes and, and work with the regulators to see how can businesses benefit from the great technology and tools out there and make that more accessible to the market and making sure it's compliant, making sure you're gaining the right insights from why you're doing it, that people are appropriately qualified. That's all really important things that are mundane to most people, but we really love love at Birdie is that compliance and operational insights about how you get that going. And I think that's something that really excites me is that mm. we're about to see a real transition into commercial adoption of drone technology. So for us, I think we're in a really interesting space now and, and I think it will be amazing to go on this journey with both the drone sector, which mm. I think is just really coming to its own, yeah. but also broader applications within industries and passing on that skill set to industry players. So if you had to get your crystal ball out right now, the drone industry in next five to 10 years, I mean, obviously delivery's coming, Amazon's testing yeah, that. Yeah. Heard of examples like security companies using drones to go out ahead and check what's happening. I mean, yeah. have you heard of any crazy stories? Look, I, think, I think there, it would be remiss of me not to mention <laughs> yeah. some of the- The million the dollar the, question. The, yeah. There's a lot of focus on drone delivery and, mm. and where that comes and even passenger drones and, and Uber Air's doing amazing stuff and Melbourne's getting a great Great, um, oh, wow. focus at the moment is the first city outside of uh, the states that they'll set up a shop in. The challenge there is just the infrastructure required to do it well mm. on the back of it. The exciting thing for myself and I'd say for Birdie is more what can be already implemented now that businesses don't realize. So mm. 2D mapping, it's readily accessible. You can get it up there. You can get great insights. You can use it from a marketing tool to promote your business. I think there's some really simple uses that will get people excited about this technology and they'll start to recognize that drones aren't um, what I'll call is like, it's like a PR nightmare around drones. It's like a <laughs> love-hate relationship with the public at the mm. Gatwick experiences and then the very next time you're talking about drones being used to save people out at sea with a flotation device. And so mm. there's a real contradictory story going on at the moment. I think where we want to see it is that drones represent good risk management, it's a safety procedure, it's smart use of tools and resources, it's safer for people, mm -hmm. and you're also being more efficient with, with operations. And I think that's what excites me is that that element. And I think that's coming more and more to the forefront and that will the next 12 to 24 months will be really vital in that discussion. Yeah, super exciting. Yeah. So have you got any stories of customers on your platform that have had great success with their first use of drone technology? Yeah, I'll give you a good example of George Gus, who's a small business operator, runs a solar installation okay. operation. So we did some work with him early on and initially we got some marketing imagery. So he did a, um, on a shopping center, we captured some imagery for him and it was brilliant kind of to show off his work and what he was operating on. But whilst we were out there, we also did some testing with him on thermal imagery. And so we looked at how they managed the solar panels. And okay. so with the thermal imagery on the drone, you're able to actually see the output of each panel and determine wow. where the faults were for him. So wow. previously what would happen is there'd be a bit of a very manual process where the engineer on site would walk to different sites, check it out, walk back to the mainframe, 
test it out, see what the output was, go and try and fix it, return it back. And what we had an operator that had no experience in thermal solar right. um, flying it and saying, you know, there's three, four hotspots and there were strings that were out. So mm. they're just a string of solar panels that weren't efficient at the moment. Um, but then, and they were testing us. So they purposely pulled them out to right. see if we actually could do it. Right. Um, but then while we're there, the operator was also like, and he was a small business operator himself, so we were facilitating the two to come together. And he said, oh, I also think there's a panel in your far right corner that is out. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. And we're like, no, we're pretty sure wow. you look at the imagery. And what they had left was they'd left a spanner on the solar <laughs> thing the prior engineer had, and they went and was able to remove it and basically brought the farm back to life. So wow. it was a great example of like, he was like, oh, I just left that there, sorry, and went and grabbed it. And so it was a great example of one, we were brought out to site for a marketing purpose. With it, we tested and showed the demonstration of how thermal can be beneficial in operational efficiencies and, and looking at how he could use it um, from that aspect. And we've maintained that relationship. They're, they do amazing installs um, across the board. But wow. that imagery has helped them tell their story about how they help their customers out. So it's been great to be part of that from his perspective as well. So, yeah. I think probably you should expand on the Federation of International uh, Touch. Yeah. We've helped them revolution the way that they stream the footage back to their viewers back home. Mm. So the Federation of International <laughs> Touch, for context, <laughs> yeah. is the peak body of touch football globally. Okay. And so they host... I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it's every three to four years they host a World Cup okay. and they do two, a Youth World Cup and then an Open World Cup. And it brings together about 60-odd countries. It's an amazing event and they hosted it in Malaysia this year. Right. And one of their challenges has been how do they engage with people back home? Like how do they see the games? How do they see the footage? They also had challenges where they knew people were using drones but they didn't know how to safely operate them in that environment and how would they regulate it. And so we worked with them to design a standard operating procedure for them for safe operations in that environment. Then they asked us to send over trained qualified pilots. So we sent over a couple of trained qualified pilots and we captured, uh, it was over 200 flights in the space of five days. Wow. And that live streamed into YouTube. And then off the back of that, they were able to engage with their viewers back home. They were also then able to look at whether or not they commercialize and get better sponsorship for the sport and the event because now all of a sudden they had better data around how many people were engaged in the sport. And they just wow. haven't had this content before. So it was a brilliant combination of uses um, that we were able to help them with. And we were able to create a custom portal which allowed the viewers to interact with each other, which okay. took it to the next level. They could say, oh, nice try, Joey, of like Joey's mum watching back right. in the US or yeah. whatever it was, which was great. It was great to see the engagement piece as well. Mm. And it was just, I think, next year we'll be there again or in the yeah. next four years when they do it. Championships, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's an amazing story. Yeah, I never really thought of the data implications that drones can capture. It's yeah. When you start talking video stream, you start to talk mm. about a lot of mm. content yeah. uh, that gets pulled through as well. So we help to manage that uh, with the storage element through okay. the platform. And then how do you, once you've stored all the footage and data, you can analyze that in different ways? Yeah, you can analyze it. So depending upon what use you're using it for, we'll help plug it into analytical tools. So there are some great drone-specific companies out there, but we also have other partners like Bentley Systems, which do 3D modeling. Right. There's a, you can push it through to YouTube if you just want to do a live streaming capability. Mm. There's many different options that you can look at to benefit. And one of the roles that Birdie will play is facilitating, if you think of a farmer, they might be using to inspect their 
water resources, but what you can also start to do is some great research around cattle counting. So same right. imagery, same shots. You can also then count how many cattle you have in one paddock at one time so the farmer doesn't have to drive around and, and manually do it. So there's some amazing applications like that. Those that are integrating drones, we really go, reach mm. out to us, jump on the platform, set up an account so that we can start to share with you different insights and applications that might be useful for you in that environment. Amazing. So if there's any small, medium businesses listening now, it's definitely a fast-moving industry. What would your recommendation be? I mean, just jump in and get started, some kind of small test. Yeah, look, I, the, the first one would be don't shy away from it just because it's new. Like I think it, the benefits of it being new means that you can get a competitive advantage by being an earlier first mover adopter. So the first thing is if you think there's an application, jump on. Jump onto our platform. You can set up an account for free right. and you can contact us and say, what are you looking to do? And we can try and help point you in the right direction as well. The other one is be very conscious of safety. I think the primary thing here is it's easy to go and buy a drone, but it's really important that you're flying within the regulations and where you're flying is really important for the safety of the skies. So it's one of the big concerns is about how manned aircraft interact with unmanned aircraft. Mm. And that's something that we've got to pride ourselves on is the safety of the skies because the safer we are, the more people will be able to do it well. So just be aware of what the regulations are. You can check through the platform If you're flying, you can log your location and click on the aviation button in the platform and that will pop up with all the regulations within that flight area as well. So we can kind of help you with that as well from a practical perspective. And then if you're interested in attending a breakfast, just reach out. You know, if you want to know more and and just are generally interested in how your business can integrate drones, Mm. it's a great way to get started and free breakfast. And I think there's two. There's also, you might look to use it yourself, but you might also go, I just want an image of our business from the skies. So we can use that through social media. And you might go, I don't want to fly it. I don't want to get trained, but you might ask for a pilot to go and do that job. And so you can go onto our platform and request a pilot to come out to you to take that footage for you. And so then now manage everything else. And then you just get the great content off the back of it. Think, think of it like a real estate job almost. So there's, there's ways that you can You don't have to be an expert in everything. You can really leverage off what's already in the market. Amazing. Super exciting. I love it that you're educating everyone as well and definitely being a massive evangelist. Speaking of education, moving on to a personal level now, Mm. you've done a great job marketing Birdie so far. How do you guys learn marketing? I mean, what are your inspirations? Are you guys big readers? Do you invest in any resources like courses or tools? Talk me through your process. I'd say as one of the co-founders, one of my jobs is to hire well. (laughs) Um, So I'll leave this to Kira to answer more specifically. Yeah, I mean, I think the space moves so fast that Mm. you have to constantly be evolving. And I don't mean to plug Metigy, but I definitely do. And we've been a Metigy user for a while. And it's been a tool that's been incredibly helpful in sort of helping me understand the trends that are out there Mm. and industry-specific trends. So looking at a company that we admire in terms of their marketing campaigns and really dialing down into how often they post, what sort of topics they post on, what channels they post on. And so that's been a really interesting and useful tool for me to use. It's also an incredible time saver to push content across the different channels. And then I also, I love tools like Canva, which is a huge time saver and, you know, MailChimp from the US. And they all have great education sort of portals and arms. Mm, No, definitely. 
and all the resources and tools will be listed in the podcast show notes so you guys can check them out along with the birdie drone imagery photos at the end of the episode just wanted to thank you guys for coming on sharing a bit about the exciting drone technology world definitely a fast-moving space as you said there's one more question that we like to ask our guests it's a bit abstract. Are you ready for this one, guys? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if my wife's planted a question or. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the first flight to Mars with Elon Musk and the first settlers aboard the SpaceX Starship rocket. So, what business do you start when you land on Mars and how would you market it to the new Martians? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, we were discussing, Kira and I were having a random conversation today about how like it's very difficult to come up with a solution if you don't understand what problem mm. the customer is going to look mm. at. So True. you really want to make sure you understand once you landed there, who who were the customers that you're trying to serve and what was their purpose? Now, if I take that, if I put my entrepreneur and fast moving hat on, mm. I think from a quick response, I'd be like, one, you'd have to be looking at how you strategically partner with SpaceX mm. themselves because that offers you get quite strong distribution rights yeah. of some form. And so whether that was selling tickets back to come to Earth. The return um, trip. The return trip. You never know what <laughs> environment they're in. They might be looking to get away just as much as we're looking oh, to get away. It could be true. a good exchange, exchange. Um, opportunity. Obviously, there's an element of natural vital resources. So you'd be looking at, you know, who's supplying oxygen, water, food on site. But then I don't know what this, I guess these Martians are pretty self-sustaining in some way on their own merits. So I think I'd be, personally, I'd be looking at that partnership opportunity with SpaceX in some way, shape or form that I was addressing one of their problems, primarily because I'm more likely to understand their model. I think it would take me a bit longer to recognize what a Martian might need. A lot of customer as research. As an outsider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then in terms of promoting it, you always give away freebies. So we just make sure to load up on like some earth rocks or something <laughs> and pass them out because then they're looking at them, they remember us, and we gave them something. So it's that good feeling as a cu yeah. potential customer. Maybe a few drones as well. Yeah, definitely. Give them a different type of experience, a bit yeah. of technology over there. Yeah. I think the benefit in most of these things is you take what you already know mm. um, and you go mm. over. And even, even within the model that you might run a business, I'd look from a, a centralized platform perspective as well. So could you be a distributor for operators here in Australia that don't have that tangible presence on that land yet? So could start to be a facilitator rather than necessarily a sole um, implementer of your own product. And then with my marketing hat or from yeah. a marketing perspective, <laughs> we'd bring drone shots of Earth because uh, everything is so visual and mm, you can really yeah. communicate things in a big way that are mm. much more impactful than words. So if I can hand out images of Earth and trying to promote the trip back, yeah. I think that would resonate. Amazing answer. I mean, Kira and Sebastian, really appreciate your time and the value that you've dropped to the audience today. So anything you'd like to say before we wrap up and how can people get in touch? Look, just a, a massive thank you to yourself, Brendan, and Meadowji for hosting us. I think this is a great initiative so that businesses can start to learn off each other, in particular small operators across Australia. So if you are looking to integrate drones, please do jump onto our website, birdiebirdi.com.au, um, create an account and please reach out to us if we can assist you in any way. We certainly will. I'm more than happy to help facilitate that. And if we can't answer it directly, we certainly know where to point you towards within the space because we help to bring the ecosystem alive. So thanks again for your time and, and for having us on. Yeah, thanks. No, thanks, guys. It's been fun. 
from Metagy, this is the Forward Thinking Podcast. I hope you got a lot of value and actionable tips from today's episode. If you like what you heard, you can help us out by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. If you know a business owner who needs help with their marketing, and I mean, don't we all know one of those guys, tell them to check us out. Never miss another episode by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find out more about Metagy and get a listener-exclusive three-month free trial, visit us at metagy.com forward slash podcast. You can also view all of the resources and tools mentioned in this episode at metagy.com forward slash podcast. And while you're there, why not listen to some other episodes and join the world's leading community of forward-thinking marketers. I'm Brendan Hill, your first business connection, and I'll catch you next week for another award-winning episode of the Forward Thinking Podcast.